Welcome to A Dab of Investment, the go-to podcast on wealth management for people with investments, pensions, and something to leave behind for the next generation by Alex and David Pritchard, powered by Appboard Independent. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Dab of Investments from Appboard Independent here in Nantwich in leafy cheshire i'm dave pritchard and i am one of the joint managing directors here and today's topic is going to be financial advisor and fund manager what's the difference a financial advisor is somebody that deals directly with investors and the public to advise them on all aspects of their investments of their pensions of their life insurance of their inheritance tax and various other tax issues as well They deal individually with the clients and have an ongoing relationship with them, which the clients pay for. They pay direct to the advisor through the products sometimes for the ongoing fee, but all the payments to advisors nowadays are fees. Commissions for investments and pensions were stopped in the UK well over 10 years ago now, and it's a situation where you pay the fees to the advisor. The gold standard of advisors in the UK is now, as it's always been, an independent advisor. There are two types of advisor in the UK. You're either tied to a particular provider or you're independent. And that means as an independent advisor, we can deal with all of the product providers, the fund managers out there on your behalf So we have what's known as the whole of the market to go at. If you deal with a tied advisor, that advisor has to tell you that they're tied and they have to deal with the products and services and funds from that individual provider. Obviously, it makes more sense to go to what you would think about as a supermarket where you've got lots of different providers with lots of different products that you can put in your trolley as far as your investments and pensions are concerned. So that's what an advisor does for the clients. Fund managers are people that are both in the city, in the UK, in London, in a couple of other centres around the UK, but also in every other country as well. And a fund manager's job is to basically manage the money that investors invest with them in a particular way or sector. So, for example, you can have fund managers that we use, such as Artemis, Premier Miton, Fidelity, Fundsmith, Invesco. And these are all fund managers that offer a range of different funds, different types of funds, for clients to invest their money with. They would be funds such as a UK income fund. They would be funds such as a UK growth fund a smaller companies fund, or an international fund, or an American fund, or a European fund, or they also do funds that invest into commercial property. They also do funds that invest into fixed interest, such as corporate bonds, gilts, high-yielding gilts, index-linked gilts, etc. So the fund managers decide what type of fund they want. And bear in mind, there have been fund managers in this country for well over 100 years now. What happens is that they may be a UK equity income fund manager, which is quite a popular fund. 
those fund managers may manage anything from a hundred million pounds to 20 billion pounds. Yes, 20 billion pounds. They decide which stocks and shares, if it's an equity fund, that they're going to invest into. So they research the market. They listen to economists. They have research teams. They go and talk to all the companies that they will either invest into or potentially invest into and find out all about the company. What's profitability? How good they are? What their performance is? What their dividend is? What their order book is like? What their cash flow is like? What their level of debt is? And they choose individual shares in this particular type of fund to invest into and monitor those companies on a regular basis. Some funds can have as little as 30 different investments in them, and some funds can have up to a couple of hundred. The more focused funds are the funds where you potentially make the bigger return, but may potentially also be the most volatile because they have less diversification. The fund managers where they have, say, for example, 150 different investments, obviously have a wide diversification there. And if one of those individual investments were to go bust, then you would be in a position where it would only lose a very small percentage of the overall fund. The fund managers do diversify their investments well within their given field of what they're choosing to invest into. If a fund has got 150 shares, it will have obviously a very small percentage in each of those individual shares. Some shares potentially could go bust. I mean, we've seen in the past, some of the banks just over 10 years ago went bust. We've seen companies like Woolworths go. We've seen lots of companies during the COVID actually folded. And if you own shares in that company, then obviously you would have lost all the money invested. So that's where the diversification comes. A fund manager offers a range of funds that invest into a wide range of investments. That is good protection for you. That means you can't lose all your money. That means you can't lose amounts of your money with wide diversification unless you're in a very, very aggressive fund investing into some very small companies in niche area. So when you think about in the past, a company like Bearings Investments, they were owned by Bearings Bank and Bearings Bank went bust. But all the investments in Bearings because the monies are held in trust outside of the owner of the business, didn't lose a penny. So again, it wouldn't matter if one of the fund managers went bust over the longer term because all the client's money is protected. So these are not funds you're going to lose all your money in. The job of a financial advisor, particularly a good independent financial advisor, is to go and talk to these fund managers. As I have 25 years running Applewood Independent, and something like 35 years as an independent financial advisor. I used to be a discretionary fund manager at one point myself. So I know all the companies. I know all the fund managers. We have regular meetings with them. And I think that's really important. So I regularly go down to London and have meetings over Zoom and have even fund managers come here to the offices in Nantwich where I grill them. What have they done well? What have they done badly? What are they investing in now? What are they thinking of the prospects of that fund? And so we make sure, because our job, don't forget, is to give great advice to our clients to make the most of their money within their risk profile to achieve their aims over their timeline. 
And to do that, we have to have the best investments available. So we go and talk to the fund managers. We assess their performance against their peers. We find out why they've done badly or why they're doing well and what they expect to do over the next few months, the next six months, the next 12 months, the next 18 months. That way, we're monitoring them on a regular basis to make sure that they work in hard with your money to achieve what you want from that. Some good fund managers, at the end of the day, sometimes are the lucky ones. They happen to hit on the right area of investment at the right time and make lots of money for clients. Some fund managers do absolutely masses of due diligence on the shares or the investments they're going to put the client monies into. And they're very good at doing the analysis of what's happening and what isn't. Quite often, a lot of the investments done in the city nowadays are actually carried out by computers. We saw that with the Big Bang a couple of decades ago, where the stock market fell because the computers essentially decided that when a share went down, they were all going to sell it and that made all the other computers sell all their shares and it drove the market down because everything about value is about supply and demand. The more people that want to share on investment, the higher the value it will be. The less people, the lower the value will be as far as that's concerned. So what we choose is what we call active fund managers, actual people that are researching the market with a team of analysts that know what they're doing, they've got a good track record, that have got experience in their areas. Some of the fund managers have got well over 30 years experience of doing that and have a great track record of managing money for their clients. But our job at the end of the day is to always get the best for the clients that we can. And I have no problem at all grilling a fund manager, even some of the biggest ones and best known ones in the UK, as to exactly why that fund isn't performing well enough against their peers. We also are in a position where we review funds on a regular quarterly basis. And if a fund doesn't perform for three months, as long as I know why, then we can live with that. But if it underperforms its peer group over six months or nine months, and we want to know why it's doing that, what the changes they're making to actually turn that around, and when they feel they will become competitive again. It's important, therefore, to make sure that your advisor, especially independent financial advisors, are in regular contact with the fund managers to assess how well they're doing and make decisions about whether they should keep their client money invested with them or be moving it over to another fund. There are over 3,000 funds available in the UK today. So there's no shortage of funds, no shortage of fund managers, but it's a situation where regular monitoring and assessment and where needed, switching in and out of fund managers is really important. With the platforms that we use to invest clients for with an independent advisor, then at the end of the day, there should be no cost to switch in or out. That should be all part of the ongoing service contract that you have with your advisor. So make sure your advisor is assessing your portfolio. Make sure they're reviewing it on a regular basis and in contact with the fund managers to get you the best returns that you should have for the investments that you're doing from that side. Hopefully, that will give you a good idea of what the difference is between independent advisor and fund manager. So advisor advises you, the public. A fund manager is the person that invests your money 
into various different areas, different assets, geographic regions around the world. And the advisor needs to be reviewing them on a regular basis. It's important to make sure you're getting a regular review of your investments and the funds that you hold your money into to make sure you're getting the best return that you should have for the risk that you're taking. Hopefully, you've enjoyed this next episode of Dab Investment from Applewood Independent. I've been Dave Pritchard, and I'd like to thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast, and I hope to see you all again sometime soon. Thank you for listening to Adab of Investment. Please remember to subscribe and review and visit applewoodindependent.co.uk for the latest on wealth management and financial advice. See you next time.